Come on in, guys. Matt Hammond and Chris Kuna back here for Talking Llama Australian Survivor Edition for week four, episodes 10, 11, and 12. And Chris, before we get into kind of episode by episode, what did you think of the week just as, as a whole? Is it still, still holding up? I thought it was another really strong week. Really good. Um, I, I would say I like this week even a bit better than, than the previous week. Really, really strong week. Yeah. Um, some unfortunate happenings, depending on who your rooting favorites were. Um, we saw the second medevac, although this was maybe the first true medevac, uh, but the second player leaving due to injury. Um, episode 10, Nina, which was teased in the preview, which we talked about last week, that I, I thought that since they teased it so hard mm-hmm. that she wasn't going to go home through, through an injury. You know, I, I like, I mean, I don't like that she went home because she was my winner pick. So that sucks. But, um, I, I like that they teased it hard and then actually followed through. Cause I feel like I've been learning on, or like picking up on things that they'll tease and like, Oh, that's not going to happen. Like we kind of talked about last week and, and yep, she actually went home. Um, crazy. Even when the injury happened and everything, I was like, no, there's no way she's going home. It's like her, it's like her ankle is, is a crazy reason to go home. Um, I mean, they gave, they gave Missy uh, a full on boot in San Juan del Sur in the U S right. I, I don't know. I mean, clearly there was some serious stuff wrong with her, but yeah, I mean, like, I, it always depends on even, even if it's not serious, like, like JLP said that it's not serious on its own, but yeah. doing the kind of things that survivor requires of you to do can make it worse. And then you need access. So that, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when, when someone gets an, gets an infection out on the Island, like it's probably not going to hurt them at all. But if you're exposed to further bacteria or bad elements or whatever it might be, it can get really bad. Um, so it, it's, it sucks because she was awesome. Like she was, she was so good at this game. I, she was, she was really good. Um, you know, I, I wonder like what I would, and I wonder how much of it was in her control. Like she has to know she's close to merge. If it were me, I'd, I'd try to fight for me being able to stay and be like, yo, like I just won't do the challenges, which sucks. I'm sure they want her to do the challenges, but I don't know if she could still win the game without doing any challenges and sitting around in the camp all day. Andrew did it twice. Yeah. Easy. Um, but I, I think Nina will, I think Nina will be back like the very next season. I wouldn't be surprised to see Nina on American survivor after American survivor watches Nina play like, Oh wow. Like we, we need this girl on our show. One thing I heard, and I have no sources to back this up. I haven't seen anything that can, that can 100% confirm it. One thing I saw is that supposedly probes is, has been against casting Nina. Why? What's his my deal? my the only thought was that it that she's not a returning player, but like the daughter of Sandra 
with the with the direction they're trying to go wouldn't quite fit. And sure. I I mean, and again, that was speculation upon speculation. So who really knows what was happening? But I do kind of agree that with the way they're going, the brand new casting, like it would it would feel mm-hmm. really weird to see her out there, sure. even if she wasn't on Australian Survivor, to see her out there on the island as Sandra's daughter would feel kind of odd just in mm-hmm. the the new direction but i wouldn't care i, I would love it give it give it like two years and oh, i mean she, if she wants to do it she'll be on us at some point like without a doubt and i think guaranteed she's back in, in australia at some point yeah I, I i mean like once they do their once american does their first like returning player season with some of their new some of their new players in 41 and 42 and 43 and 44 in the next seasons like once they do that, I, you could almost consider Nina a returning player or, or maybe you have like a fan's first favorites. I think Nina could fit in fine there. And yeah, she'll be around. Yep. And JLP did say that, Nina, we will see you again or this won't be the last we've seen you. Yeah. Seen of you, however like you phrased it. it. And that's an on air basically guarantee. I'm taking it to the bank. I mean, yeah, for and sure. She, and she said in, in her interviews that if she's asked to play again, she's in without a doubt. So it's just just a matter of of when, nice. like you said. Awesome. I mean, I mean, they brought they brought Luke back as the sole returning, mm-hmm. you know, two yep. seasons later. So they're they're not they're not going to shy away from bringing back a popular player. For sure. no no way no way. Yeah, love it. All right, but let's uh, go back to the beginning here to talk about that episode, that faithful episode where our beloved Princess Nina has the unceremonious kind of cer- but ceremonious um, outing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the the opening kind of the intro package. Where she, she talks about hating her job and how no one there like was respectful to her at all. That that was hilarious. Um, I, I found myself wondering. I I was assuming she probably has quit that job since, or I hoped I hope so. At I least. I did or, hear in an I was, I was thinking the same thing. I heard in one of her interviews. I sw- I think she said once she got cash, she put in her two weeks notice. Nice. Um, but yeah, I feel like either have to be pretty certain that no one from your job is going to watch this show that you're leaving for two or three months to be on or you don't care if they fire you or you're just going to quit i feel like she did quit though based on what i a little bit that i heard i i would think so i would think so but i love that she had just no qualms about saying that just i mean classic i mean sandra's daughter through and through yeah yeah um, yeah love it uh so back over at uh, her or at the water tribe then um jesse He's kind of getting the idea to target Ben. Um, and it's getting, I feel like it's getting to that point in the game. Everyone kind of knows the merge is coming. They may they mm-hmm. obviously don't know exactly when, but based on the number of players left, number, the, the day they're on, that it can't be too far away. And so you kind of start getting a little antsy, trying to figure out who's going to be that threat after the merge. And there's a lot of, and we'll get into this later on too, probably, there's a lot of like, physical guys left in the game even after this week's three episodes there's a mm-hmm. strong yeah. contingent of strong guys there there is could we could see some very interesting uh individual challenges i think um i mean we have some strong girls too who can compete in in some of those long endurance challenges and Jay, a lot of competitors she is right an ab- absolute yeah. freak yes she she might be just like the fittest woman, maybe the fittest, just like person. If you go like pound for pound. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and this is Australian survivor. They get some 
some like yeah, strong. Yeah. I mean, they have former former professional athletes on every single season, right? Right. And she and she is she's an absolute beast, which we'll get into and get to that immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Jesse likes to go after Ben. Um, obviously a physical physical threat. He's got Shay waiting for him at the merge, and he's kind of been a bit too vocal about the lack of food. So anything that annoys people, maybe it can be, be an easy vote. Um, and, and Sam, Sam been close with Jesse. He, she, uh, she agrees basically. I mean, like you mostly do when someone presents a plan at first, you don't really back off, but, um, so we get to the reward challenge and aside from Nina getting hurt and like realizing how maybe that challenge could have been a little better designed, this looked awesome I, I, yet again. This is, a, this is a classic, like whoever that those, the team is at, at Australian survivor that think of these challenges. There's another classic, like, wow, that's amazing. I want to compete so bad in this challenge, a giant water slide that you have to then grab a ball at the bottom and then go shoot a basket unreal. So much fun. Yes. Incredible. This reminded me, um, I went, uh, this reminded me of when I went to Venezuela, my senior year of high school, on like a little mm-hmm. mission trip. And one day we went to a water park and the slide was closed because it was designed so poorly that if you <laughs> went in at the bottom at the wrong angle, like you could literally just like break your legs, hmm. like the nice. angle you're on the force of it. <laughs> and and so when Nina got hurt on entry, like, oh, this is exactly like that. That, that flashbacks <laughs> to that. Nice. Nice. Um. And but the the little twist of the reward, which I which I loved, is that it wasn't just tribe versus tribe. They split mm-hmm. each tribe into two teams, so there were four teams competing for reward um, for the possibility of a little mix mix and match. And I like that. But if they want to do that, they should have just drawn for random teams. I thought, sure, guarantee the mix up rather than just maybe yeah. there's a possibility of it. I'm sure they were disappointed that that the red the red team won both of won them. Both. Yeah. Yeah, just a standard reward. Yeah, but I, I do I do love the rewards where they're where they allow for the chance of inner intermingling between the tribes and not just like when when Dave went to the survivor store and picked Khan to go with him. Like those are fun, mm-hmm. but I like when there's big numbers yeah. and it's like a full on mixture. I think those work really well when there's no swap. Mm-hmm. That's the best a really good way to get some you know, start the foundation of some relationships on the other tribe. Uh, but that, that's a really, really fun idea. Um, mm-hmm. Always, like always it. on board for that. Um, but of course, the big news is Nina. She hurts her ankle. And, um, you know, at that point, it doesn't seem too bad. But when Mark has to piggyback her out of the water, basically wearing her like a backpack, like it's absolutely nothing. Um, yep. Can't be too sure what uh what's going to happen there but they go to the reward and we've seen all season or multiple times i guess mark talking about clues at rewards or advantages or idols at rewards and he finally finds a clue um he thinks he gets away with it scot-free but um we do see that jordy saw him pick up the clue um and he smartly doesn't confront him just yet um Mm kind of keeps it to himself and Eventually, does ask him, but Mark Mark says Mark says no, um, which plays right in Jordy's hands. Perfect. I I like Jordy a lot. Jordy Jordy's, Jordy's sharp. Jordy Jordy, Jordy and Jesse. And yeah. I mean, I I need to see like the rest of that family 
whoever it yeah. is because that seems like just a wild bunch yeah i mean they're they're both like hilarious people but they're both like good at survivor too and they're like playing the game well and they're they're you, fun, know, you fun know what have. you know what they are that i just realized they're the better survivor version of drew and alec christie from san juan del sur yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay it took me a second to get those two yep nice yeah that, that's that's what i think they are um but then at the reward the doctors do come uh for nina take a further look at her ankle and this it doesn't really apply but it gets into that 24-hour medical immunity rule so they have mm-hmm. to take her off to get x-rays which fine but so the big i guess controversy from last season was um now I'm blanking on on who it was. Do you remember who? One oh, of the players. It was, it it was it one of the. It was one of the women. Cool players. Uh, all, all that matters was it Georgia? I know. Yes, yes, yeah. it was Georgia. She. I can't remember what was wrong with her, but they took her. Or, or was it Chelsea? Chelsea left the game. Chelsea left the game. Georgia definitely had the 24 hour thing, unlike the episode she was going to get voted okay. out. Chelsea. What? I can't remember what happened to her, but she she was gone something gone. georgia left and came back chelsea yeah. just left and anyway and I georgia, that was a huge deal because her like alliance was actually running the game and that was a huge loss of a number yeah so georgia gets this 24-hour medical immunity and they presented it like it's just this thing that everybody knows about and right. from all the fan reaction and podcasts and blogs and everything i read it was like nobody really knew this was a thing some of the former players kind of knew because they probably tell them going into the game all the different stipulations that can come up. Um, but it it seemed to catch everybody by surprise, by big surprise. Um, and we talked about it a little bit offline, but I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible. If anything, because the worst part is they can't be voted for at Tribal if they're mm-hmm. still gone. So yeah. they they need to amend that if they're going to keep that rule in place. Either I, I you can be, be okay with it. Yeah. Either you can be voted for or it's 24 hours or the next travel council. Yep. Either one. And then if you're still not back by travel council, you're just out of the game. It's a medevac. Yep. I like it. Good, good idea on the rules. I, but, I'm fine with just being voted. You can be voted for like, could be an easy vote or I, I feel like more often than not, they wouldn't get voted out. That's my guess, but, but I, they should be able to be voted for. I mean, I think, I think it would, it would depend on, on who it was. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they might feel bad about voting for somebody like season one, Australia with the whole mateship thing. I feel like they wouldn't vote for someone who was out of the game, but now mm-hmm. like, like if Sophie, for example, this season had had the 24 hour medical immunity, people would right. be, be rejoicing. You know, she can't defend herself. Let's just get her out of here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we get to the immunity challenge. Um, and Nina's not there and they bring her in in a little mini SUV and she gets out on crutches. And I kind of figured at that point that she was gone. Like maybe they'll let her in with crutches. I mean, if they mm-hmm. give the medical immunity as a, as a thing, maybe they'll let someone have crutches. They don't want someone to be gone, especially someone like Nina. Right. Um, but, but no, they do need to pull her from the game. And, you know, like we said, uh-huh. it, it, ju- it just, it just sucks. Like we hate seeing anybody, go out this way when it's and she even said you know she's not sure what's worse this or being you know brutally blindsided um but i mean she she was legitimately 
at the top of the front runners runners to win this game. She was yeah. she was She's playing perfectly. So so good. She she had everything down. She was in good alliances. She was good in challenges. Well liked. Super well spoken. Knew kind of what to say and how to say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was super impressive. And then just you go out like this. It was just brutal. It's tough. That's that's the worst way to go. I think she'll be back. She'll be back. Yeah. It it might be. I was thinking about this. I'm, I might be forgetting some people, but it might be the biggest like impact or the, the most impactful medevac. Um, maybe Penner in Micronesia. He was in. Mm. I think he was. He thought he was in a better spot than he was, but I think he was still sitting pretty good. Sure. Neil and Korong might maybe won. I think he could have maybe won the game mm. if he'd stuck around. But she was in such a power position here. You know, we'll be we'll see how it impacts the further game, but it again, it won't spend too much more time, but it just it just sucks. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so we get to the the reward or the immunity challenge, which also comes with a reward. Um another just straight physical physical challenge, rush through a mud pit, clear a path through some hay bales, carry a chariot chariot through the path to a tower. I mean, classic Australian stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the the winning tribe also wins an advantage, a tribal advantage. Um, what was your thought when you first heard that there was going to be advantage here? I mean, as soon as Nina got medevaced from the game, I, my my immediate thought was there is no way someone is going home tonight. Uh, and then as soon as the advantage thing came up, I was like guarantee that tribe is going to be able to go to tribal council with the other tribe and some kind of switcheroo is going to happen. Maybe in, I thought maybe it'd be a classic, like, Oh, you got voted out. No, you're going to the other tribe, but they kind of did that already. So I, I figure, I figured something was coming similar to what actually happened. And, and I'm, I'm kind of ashamed that the tribe that actually lost the immunity challenge did not realize this. Like you, you, it's Australian survivor. You, you gotta know this is coming at, at this point, I think. Yeah. And I feel like there's a probably a pretty good chance they did discuss it, but that's mm-hmm. something that they would, pro- that they would for sure cut out. Sure. Like they don't yeah. want their random discussions to give away what's going to happen. If, if they haven't teased it themselves already, because I think there were some spots um, in the first Sophie Nanalim in some conversation where there's like weird editing where people kind of assume Sam was talking about that kind of exact possibility uh, occurring. Um, and, I, and again, like you said, they know the game. So they kind of know what to look for when sure. something seems a little goofy. So I, w- I would bet it got discussed. Maybe they didn't hey. say this is for sure going to happen. But I think what they've tended to do is that unless JLP says before the vote, like something different is going to happen. I get the sense that they just say, this is the plan. We've got to just go with it. If we get screwed by a twist, we just got to live with it. Sure. It, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, you're, you're probably right, but I feel like Ben is a mistake. Um, knowing that something weird, especially they know that there's some weird advantage going on too. I think Ben is a mistake to do in this time because he's a big player he's a physical threat he can he can conjure some crazy stuff up which we'll get to later um and i feel like this is the like like 
Jesse, right? Jesse's on this tribe, not Jordy. Yep. Um, I feel like Jesse, while it's a reasonable idea to try to get out Ben, I think this was not the right time. Um, but who am I to say? I mean, we'll get to the other episodes in a bit, but yep, I so, would have done it. Yep. Um, so Blood does uh, does pull out the win, and Jesse's still going for Ben, even though you know Khan and his idol are are right there. He must everyone talks about it. He's got to be so much like more well um insulated. We we know he's well liked. Sure. He's got it's gotta be even more so than we than we can tell. If yeah. everyone always mentions it and it's always resisted to the level that it is. Mm-hmm. And he even yeah. knows they're talking about him. He knows he's, he's gonna be a backup plan later on. Mm-hmm. And he still knows not to play his idol. He's he's just so likable and charismatic. I feel like yeah, I don't know. I think like, he's I, just... I don't get the sense that him holding it is just like a reckless ballsy play. Right, I think he's right. actually accurately reading the situation correctly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, there's only so much stuff we can see on camera. I think, yeah, I think he's just solid. He's He's got those relationships and he knows he's he's fine. Um. So back to uh, the pre-tribal over at Blood. They talk about voting for Ben. Um, they they do discuss um, with Ben a Michelle Khan vote split, which probably should be be the play. Um, but again, as we just said, Khan he's deep inside that alliance. Um, but Chrissy's not so sure. I I one thing I've loved is is Chrissy's I guess journey. You know, basically from mm-hmm. someone who doesn't know what tribal council is, just like right. learning the game along the way. She's already picking up like, hey, we have an idol. Why aren't we getting rid of this? Even though um, their plan doesn't even involve the majority of votes on con. So it's a little it's not quite there um, and not enough people picked up on that. Not that we saw at least. But I I love seeing Chrissy just kind of mature into a player like episode to episode. She's she's amazing. Her I feel like her facial reactions and expressions keep getting more ridiculous every next episode there it's it's awesome i mean she's I, saying so much without actually speaking it's the, the just the eyes the the face it's it's awesome i love it someone needs at the end of the season someone needs like a compilation of of the best chrissy just pictures of her of her reaction reacting to things it would be amazing um, but then her unfamiliarity rears its head here where she's talking with Ben around the fire and she tells Ben ah. that she's heard his name, but she doesn't think it's going to be him. And it's and she says this right in front of Jesse and you can tell he's trying so hard to keep it together and not just like let his jaw just drop. It's like, what is happening? You don't yeah. you can't do that. Oh, when when she started saying that, I was getting really worried for Jesse. I feel like Ben's the kind of player that could, if he gets a whiff of this and and he realizes it was Jesse's doing, I think he could he could flip the script on Jesse. But Jesse did a great job of pretending like he was still on Ben's side, and and yeah, I was impressed. Held it together. Yep. Um. One one thing. I- don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, KJ is also isn't so sure, and she she says something about she's thirty seven and I'm being told what to do by a twenty one year old. Mm-hmm. It's like this is Survivor. There's 
there's really no seniority. Right. I, mean, I, right. I feel like you can kind of put it on Jesse that he's got to realize how KJ perceives their relationship. Yeah. But you on against KJ's point, there that doesn't apply here. Just like the age difference shouldn't be the reason to like not want to go along with the plan. Yeah, no, I, I agree with, with that, but I, I was getting just a weird sense as Jesse was wrangling everyone up that I don't know. I like for a while, I thought Jesse was going to go home himself, especially once Chrissy spilled the beans. And I don't know, he just seemed like he was going really big and someone was going to be like, ah, I don't really want to do this. And, and, wrangle people to do to get to get him out um if, if kj wanted to she might have been able to do it i i but yeah i don't know i think it was fine that she just kind of went along with it yep um and then croc croc's not sure that he wants to go for ben he's been close with him yeah, for a while so i honestly wasn't quite sure what to expect going into tribal council from a vote standpoint obviously you know the sure. twist is coming but there's Khan is idle. Maybe Jesse's got himself in danger now. Do people just kind of appease the group and go go with Ben? Um, and so the first twist is that once we never saw the the blood tribe before tribal like read their advantage, it be, I thought it became pretty obvious that it, if mm-hmm. nothing else, they were going to be there. Sure. Because I feel like we would have seen that it wouldn't have made sense for them to save that the next episode. It felt like it had to have been something that would happen right there. Um, so they, they, they show up. Um, and then the next part of the twist is no discussion straight to the vote. I forgot about that. That was weird. Whatever. <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's harmless. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I think honestly, I mean, what people talk about all the time who've played is how often does the vote actually change at tribal? Mm-hmm. Not often. I think the biggest thing is for someone like Khan, who's got to debate whether or not to play as idol. So whether the vote was on him or not, that part probably wouldn't have changed. But if he's going to play it, he probably could have used the information that they that they give out um, based on what they what they say. Yeah. Um, but Khan does not play as idol. Ben receives four votes which would be enough to vote him out, except this time there's another advantage for the blood tribe. They get to steal one player from the water tribe. The caveat is that it can, is that they can only choose from those players who received votes, which would be Ben Khan, And for some reason, KJ. We're, we're pretty sure crock did that vote, right? Michelle, Michelle, oh, Michelle did that. Yes. Okay. This isn't, this isn't video, but the reaction Chris gave just, just there is the correct one of no one has any idea where that vote came from. Just confirmed. I think, I think it was Sam that confirmed on Twitter that it was Michelle and we'll get into the more Michelle Mel of it all later on, but Mm -hmm. would have been really fun to see her thinking on why she voted for KJ. Was there any strategy behind it or she, was she just that much out of the loop? What a, what a, like, I mean, she affected the, the just events of the game tremendously with that random KJ vote. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that was, that was pretty wild. Um, and this was actually a super intriguing part of the blood tribe deciding which player to take, because it's not as simple as 
oh, Ben is super good in challenges. Let's just take him. Mm-hmm. He would, would be reunited with Shea. That'd be a, a tough, strong twosome. Everyone knows Khan has an idol. Do you want to bring a known idol onto your tribe that you maybe don't have any sort of input or control over? Neither KJ nor Khan had a loved one. So there was that kind of consideration, which I think this, once again, is another example of the blood versus water theme just like coming out in spades, just being awesome. Because it, mm-hmm. it added so many layers yeah. to this decision. Because that's a really cool decision. For the people on the blood tribe, they have loved ones on the water tribe that their decision will affect. If they leave Ben over, over there, does that leave Sam or Jesse vulnerable to his to his wrath at the end of it um so there's a lot of lot of fun dynamics at play with that what would you have done if it were up to you and you're on the blood tribe i think they made the right call and i don't think it was all that close i think given Uh, the three they had it was it should have been a pretty straightforward decision which it ended up being i disagree actually um I certainly would not have taken Khan. I think that was that would have been the worst choice. I would have taken Ben. Here's why. Um, the Blood Tribe is already just beastly in their in their strong people they have on their tribe challenge wise. I think if you take Ben out of the Water Tribe, they have nothing left. If the challenges continue to be these pretty physical team challenges, like you're not touching the blood tribe with Ben on there. Like whether it's a, like a truly strength physical challenge, or if it's like an endurance challenge, like they, they aren't going to lose. It's that's, and then they're just going to make it to merge with all the people. Now, if you want Ben out of the game before merge, that's reasonable. But I think like, if you, if you, they in blood one and Shagon as well, I think a reasonable thing would be take Ben and if you lose, vote out Ben or Shay, and then you split them up before merge. Um, and it, I think it would have been easy with all the people they had. Um, and if you win, then great. No one's going home before you get to merge. But I, I can see KJ. I was debating between those two, but yeah, I would have done Ben. I, I see the reasoning. I still think um, KJ, in my, in my mind, would be the, the clear decision that if you can keep a part two loved ones, especially two who are individual challenge, absolute beasts of themselves. Um, And I can't remember what the breakdowns were of who was with whom they maybe didn't know Ben. A number of them knew KJ from earlier in the game. They kind of knew what they were getting with her. They knew she wouldn't really be that much of a threat to them, at least not in the immediate short term. And as, as Jordy said, they're going to leave Ben over there and, and let the water tribe, self-implode sure which yeah that's fair, which that's I, a fair I, I do like that line of thinking that there's gonna be so much um just like disconnect and uncomfort uncomfortability over mm-hmm. there that if you trust that your loved ones can kind of navigate through that you know jesse and, and and sam and whoever else then it's just another another reason to to leave them and as we see two episodes later or episode later it mm-hmm. paid dividends for him for sure. No, that's, those, these are good points. Really good points. Um, I think that'll do it for that episode. Move, moving right along episode 11 here. Um, KJ is welcome back as a, uh, 
brand new member with open arms. Um, mm-hmm. Shay was the only one who she obviously voted for Ben, which is ex- can be expected. And she's trying to deal with the emotional fallout and how she reacts here is going to be the kind of the key to her game. She could have completely destroyed her own game if she reacted too negatively to mm-hmm. the decision. I, and it looked like she was close. Right. Right. Yeah. She, I don't know. Hey, I still think at that point, if I were Shay, I wouldn't have wanted Ben on, on the tribe with me just for danger reasons. I mean, obviously she wants him on there because she just wants to be with him, but, um, but yeah, she, you gotta be careful. You gotta be really, really careful with that. Um, clearly the tribe wanted her gone. So I don't know. Yep. Um, but she seemed to rein it in a little bit, at least from what we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the rest of the water tribe, they're thinking, let's just get rid of Ben because we voted him out. And and poor Sam. That's now twice in a row and almost three times in a row, as <laughs> later on, as we'll see, that a perfectly executed blindside just gets blown up. Yeah. Through no tough. fault of her own. That sucks. It sucks. Um but Jesse and Christy discuss um, possibly throwing the next challenge just to get rid of Ben. Uh, I'm I'm typically against throwing challenges just in broad terms mm-hmm. just because you never know what can happen at tribal council. This is one time where if I was out there, I could maybe, maybe be swayed to it. So I feel like you need to get Ben out right away. But what, what are your thoughts there? No, disagree. Never. Th- I mean, I, I think I'm in generally in the never throw challenges camp. Um, there are some, there are some instances that I've seen. I'm trying to remember what season they were in Australian survivor. I think someone was doing this. Like when you have two original tribes who, who were together for a good while before a tribe swap, and then you get to a tribe swap and both tribes are lopsided one way or the other. And you get the sense that, one tribe is going to pick off members from the other tribe and, and, and this is bad for you and it's good for you to throw the challenge and get out the members of the, of your non-alliance to save your other Alliance members. I don't know if that made sense. Um, that, that is when I think it's good. This does not seem like that to me. This seems like, yes, yeah, Ben's a general threat, but like, we have a lot of survivor left. I don't care how good he is at challenges. He he's not going to be able to just win out in individual challenges. And like, if you want him out so bad, you, you can all band together and get him out plenty, plenty more times. And I mean, beyond that, he's just a good player. Like he, he knows what he's doing and, I mean, as we see later, not to get ahead of ourselves, he, he, he can shake things up. And it's not so straightforward of a vote. And I think it's a bad choice to throw the challenge. Yeah. I mean, the, how it played out, I mean, it ended up working out for Jesse and Chris, well, for Jesse, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but for, I mean, look at Chrissy's side of things. This is exactly why I wouldn't throw a challenge is it with, which is exactly what ends up happening mm-hmm. with, with their tribe. Um, but they get to the immunity challenge and, I love this challenge Great because challenge. one it's, it's pure concentration. doesn't take a whole lot of skill, but, but it's focused the entire way and 
everybody's got to show up. There's nowhere to hide. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're everyone's trying 100%. It's not like some puzzle where I can let you do most of the work and I can just kind of slide some pieces around or one person is throwing sandbags at targets while the rest of us just like gather them. Everyone's got to do a part, which yeah. also makes it. Um, so the challenge is they've got to navigate balls through a maze. Each player has their own section and you've got to pass the ball off to the next player. It also makes it theoretically a very easy challenge to throw. Mm-hmm. And then I wish we could have seen a little bit of strategy talk because Chrissy and Jesse ended up right next to each other. Sure. And I would have loved to see, see how that went if they kind of campaigned for that so that so that when they're passing the ball to each other, I can't remember which way it went, that they could drop it intentionally and you want to worry about someone like Nasir just hero, heroing the challenge away like he did in, in oh, the season 41. It's my favorite moment of season 41. The, the slow motion of oh, him real. just... That, that's a great moment hilarious um we actually never get confirmation not that i not that i can remember that they did indeed throw the challenge it certainly looked like they did definitely through the challenge but i don't think we ever saw jesse's jesse saying anything like he we, mouthed it like right before they started like oh, right I missed that yeah yeah right right when they were starting he like looked over at a couple of people like like throw the challenge throw the challenge like we're doing it um, oh, I, I definitely missed that. Even even after the challenge, he still I, he didn't say anything. Even like in a confessional, like "Oh, our plan worked perfectly." Um, but <clears throat> uh, the Water Tribe does lose, intentional or not. Although I think we're both on the same page that it was mm-hmm. was a throw. Um, and and Ben, I mean Ben's been getting getting pissed at challenges, but he's pissed now because he knows yeah. whether they did it to him intentionally or not. He's his head's right back on the chopping block. He's got some work to do. It was funny watching Ben in the challenge get very frustrated with his teammates as he's like trying so, so hard. Yeah. I'm also disappointed that we, like, I would have loved to see that challenge where both tribes are actually trying really hard and trying to win. I think this is a super interesting challenge. Like how, how fast and how risky do you go at certain points of it? And it is, it is a cool challenge. Would have loved to see a close battle there. I think there is a challenge in one of the South African seasons where both tribes are at the same time trying to throw the challenge. And nice. And this one in particular would be hilarious to watch both tribes try to do it because this really could like go on forever. Uh, you know, I, I actually was thinking about that in whatever season I mentioned a, a few minutes ago. What happens if you do get two tribes who truly want to throw the challenge, just completely throw it, and and no one's going to complete the task except for the minority of people who want to win the challenge who are in the minority. But but what do you actually do? Like in in this one, like it's no one person can just like overtake it. Everyone's got their own. They could have just chosen. I have a feeling that. If it got to that point and it was that obvious, I feel like production might step in and be like, "Stop it!" and, and just say, "We see what's happening. This this can't happen. Compete see, here." But here's what I, I, I don't like that. But I don't know no, what else you would do. No, here's what I would do. Um, I think, I I think throw like 
you have to allow throwing challenges. I think that's a very, that's a part of the game and it, it should be a part Fair. of the game. I think though, if you get both teams that like refuse to complete their task to win, like at some point you, you bring out a timer and you're like, all right, you got five minutes. If no one completes it, you're both going to tribal and both tribes are voting someone out. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah. Throw a, a consequence or punishment right. their way. Um, right. But I mean, yeah, they've, they've got to have something. And I feel like they probably have some sort of um, contingency, pl- contingency plan in place. Take away their fire and food. <laughs> until, well, then it's, until then the it's just one. Survivor 41. Yep. Yep. We don't want that. Um, but I do want to see that because in the South African one, eventually one of the tribe they they realize what's happening mm-hmm. and one of the tribes just goes whatever let's just let's just do this let's just finish it <laughs> but it's that's awesome it's one of the best moments can't wait for you to get to that that moment it's it's awesome um but they lose or and ben's right back uh in danger and croc decides he wants to blindside jesse he wasn't so sure about um voting ben in the first place and wants to go after Jesse instead of doing the easy vote. Um, this is where it gets really interesting. Mm-hmm. He, te- he tells Ben about the plan. And Ben obviously says he's, he's on board. But then without even a second of consideration. Goes right to Sam and Jesse. And tells them about Croc's plan to blindside Jesse. Yeah. And they is- then turn it right around on Ben. On Croc. Or on Croc, yeah. I'm sorry, on Croc, yeah. With Ben. This was such an interesting dynamic. I loved watching this play out. And as it was happening, I was, like, trying to decide what I thought about it and if I thought it was a good idea. And I thought it was a very sharp play by Ben. And ultimately, it needed. He needed to do that or he would have gone home. Um Man, what, what do you think, okay, in general, I, I was going to bring this up earlier when we were talking about episode one, but what do you think in general about the previous episode when Croc knew that Ben was the target and he, he didn't want to go along with it, but, that, but he didn't tell Ben either? How, what do you think about that? And if, like, if you're Ben in that scenario, do you feel betrayed or do you, are you like, oh, my dude stuck with me, stuck with me and didn't like vote me out? I think I honestly think it changes the moment you're not out of the game. I think mm-hmm. if if you get voted out in that way and you leave the game, you can probably reconcile it a little easier. Sure. But then when you're back in the game, it's kind of like with Sophie when she had the same thing. Mm-hmm. She has that just that raw emotion of going from I'm out of the game to I'm not out of the game. Who who screwed me over here? Um because I feel like Croc probably did the right thing if he didn't think he had the numbers to turn it away from Ben, then he sure. then then he can't tell Ben. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming Croc at all. It's just a it's an interesting dynamic to see how that kind of yeah. Because Ben certainly plays decision. up the the betrayal card this right, episode right. and and next, and I feel like it was maybe a little mixture that he did feel betrayed, and but then he needed something to fall back on. I think it was mostly, I think he did feel a little betrayed, but it was mostly strategic. Like why I like the play in general is 
Ben's in a rough spot, regardless of kind of what happens. And I think he realized, like, I want to play the game with Sam and Jesse. And and I'm going to do what I can to get back in their good graces because I think that's my ticket into far into the game. Um, and Just so create chaos. I, I right. loved it. I love what he did. It was a huge move and, and paid off in this episode at least. And, and I was thinking, man, like that could set him up to go far in this game potentially. Yeah. Well, we see Sam even say like, okay, this is now the three, which she didn't have to say, you know, who knows how strongly she meant it, but for her to say that, like maybe Ben was that quickly back in the inner circle. I could have been. We'll we'll get to that. In the next I, I love how it's just like crashing about you, Jesse. How does that feel? It's just yeah, like, just incredible delivery. Really, really good. So going and then again. Um. So Ben talks to Michelle about the plan, and instead of giving Michelle a confessional to tell us about what she thinks, we get Ben saying what he thinks Michelle thinks. <laughs> it's. It's, it's like insulting at this point. Yeah, poor for, for what they're doing to both of them, and it gets even worse later this episode. I don't know if you caught the little editing thing, and then the next episode, they they go into tribal. And first, I honestly loved the where we left things going into tribal because there were like three plans, mm-hmm. and there was definite uncertainty. Like I wasn't exactly sure which way I thought it was going to go. Yeah, me neither. I thought it could have gone really, especially any with way. Chrissy. Yeah, because they, of course, kept Chrissy in the dark about the croc plan. Um, and I feel kind of bad for Chrissy because she was agonizing over voting right. Jesse because, as she said, she like, I basically adopted this kid. Like, she was thinking of him as her son, more or less. Right. And and she's agonizing. And then no matter which way she would have decided, it wouldn't have mattered at all. Right. I mean, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have swung the vote either way. But, I, I mean, the huge part of her vote is which would have been interesting if, if, if Ben didn't pull the switch to croc is she, she's stuck with it and voted Ben. She, she did not listen to croc who tried to tell her what yeah. to do. And she voted Ben and she played with her heart and didn't want to vote Jesse out. And, and croc gets sent home, man, there was a, it was a lot. That was a lot for Chrissy. That whole, that whole tribal, I'm sure. Yep. Sent home with an idol. Which Gosh, oh which good, he didn't yeah. which he didn't pass. So, so I, what do you, what do you think? Do you think they changed the rule, or do you think he just was an idiot and didn't pass it? I'm gonna. I think they changed the rule. I hope so. Really hope so. Because as soon like as soon as he had even one name on the paper, he's got to know like that's it. Like I was just I'm blindsided. Like I just immediately take it because everyone's like staring at JLP and the boats. He could have, and he's sitting next to Chris. He could have just pulled it out, handed it to Christy discreetly, and there you have it. So I, I think they must have changed it. Yeah, and I don't know if you want to get too into the weeds of of that particular rule, nah, but I, good. I really don't like it. I don't think you like it. No, it's, it's just stupid. yeah. Once you're done, the the idol it, is done as if well. If it's in your possession, it's officially out of the game. When you're out of the game, yeah, you got you got to pass it to somebody before that that vote is done i was i was praying for a um plurality vote here so bad i wanted a three two two mm-hmm. like more like more than anything i sure. 
plural. Well, I can't speak. Plurality votes are amazing. They're, I they're love exciting. when someone goes home with the most votes, but not the majority of the votes. Yeah, it's and I I was I thought for a second there we were gonna get that second Jesse vote. Yeah, but, that would have been fun. Those those it, votes are fun. Like someone someone pulled a good play when when something like that happens. Yeah, like we talked about last week, Haley's two two one one. Right, which isn't so, so which is awesome. that that would count as a plurality, right? Because it's not yeah. the absolute majority. I, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, and it was half, but yeah, that would have been been amazing. But yeah, Croc goes home. Um, but the the editing thing, I don't, I don't know if you caught this. Ben says during tribal that nobody goes here without a voice, and then it, the camera immediately cut to Michelle. No way, I did not catch that. And and like the mean part of me wants to laugh really hard at that. But then, like, the sympathetic part is, like, if that's unintentional, that's a really bad miss. If it's intentional, Jeez. like, what is the point of, of rubbing salt in the wound that you're creating? Maybe maybe the twins just pissed off Australian Survivor in general post-production, and they're like, yeah, screw them. We're not giving them any airtime. That, that's the thing. Like, there, there's obviously been tons of talk about this on, on Twitter um, because – people are clearly realizing that they still have one combined confessional between them. Um, and I guess, so one thing that some people are speculating on is that I guess I hope I have the details, right? I think their dad passed away like very shortly before they mm. left for the game. Okay. So there's thought that that could be impacting, like maybe they're just not mm. as talkative or energetic or engaging as they maybe otherwise sure. would have been. Um, or that maybe they asked production, like if they got super emotional, a lot of moments, maybe they asked them to kind of cut back on it. Like who knows? That's just what what people are talking about. I don't, I don't buy that. They seem like they're like, they seem like they're playing the game fine and they're interacting with their tribe mates fine. And that's, I don't know. There's there's gotta be something because it gets even worse in the next episode. At, at the vote with not hearing from them because it's I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I feel like this isn't like Heather from season 41 where because sure. do, do you know, do you know that she called production during the season to like ask them, like, why are you not showing me? Oh, playing the game? no, I didn't know like that. She, she thought she thought that she like insulted them or did something like pissed that get them pissed at her oh and, wow and, and what they told her honestly was maybe worse in my mind they said the game at that point or the story was about advantages and you didn't have any so you weren't really part of the story of the game at that point which gotcha. just pissed me off because like the story should not be about advantages be about yeah. the players but um yikes but i but that's that that's not the case here like there mm-hmm. thankfully aren't advantages or overabundance right. of them so i don't know what the deal is it's gonna be really mm. interesting now that jump ahead a, a bit for a quick second the merge is coming next next week yeah so it'll be very in- interesting to see if they become a larger part of the game because we've seen in australian survivor before players be very quiet pre-merge and then mm-hmm. they get a huge bump yeah we've never absolutely. seen we've never seen two players that i can think of be this invisible pre-merge but we'll see. But I don't know what's going on there. Um, Very strange. Yeah. Because, like, even if they're not, quote-unquote, good TV, 
they've there's got to be something they've they've done a confessional right. they can where they, I mean, give they can input. contribute to the story and the narrative going on they're they're in the mix they're a part of votes and talked yeah. about and i don't know yeah um but anyway on to on to the third episode of the week ben is feeling himself he's he's feeling good and i can't really blame him no he he pulled a huge move he should he should feel on top of the world and gosh i can't we'll get we'll get into what happens later but what did you think of when sam and chrissy are talking then and sam confirms that it was ben who told them about croc's plan it's fine i don't know like i mean yeah chrissy's gonna be mad but I don't I don't think like it was a problem. I mean, Chrissy's not really. Is Chrissy a part of that alliance, the Sam Alliance or not really? I was trying to remember. Yeah, um, I think they they only left her out because it was Croc. Sure. Was my understanding, at least. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at that point, I guess if you're Sam maybe it's better to tell the truth than the than to let her believe you were but it it kind of feels like she she kind of volunteered the information that was my questioning of it that we easily could have missed part of the conversation where it led to it but my read of it based again just on what we saw was Mm -hmm. that they were just talking she goes oh yeah ben told us is kind of how i read it but she's been playing so well i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt yeah yeah it was that it was fine to do um but then that obviously sets Chrissy's sights on Ben and she is just, she's seen red and nothing yeah. else. She is, she's rage. She's like the physical embodiment of, of rage at this point. And I love it. You can see it from I love it from an entertainment standpoint. Don't love it from a gameplay because if you play based off revenge, like it can only take you so far. Yep. I agree. I, for a good while, I thought Chrissy be going home that episode or, or next time that tribe loses based on how she was being I, I thought so too for the longest time I thought mm-hmm. I thought she was in in serious danger um then we get we pick back up with Mark and his idol his his clue at least which he has mm-hmm. been able to find and then he goes into soldier mode so of course then he finds it once we get that sound <laughs> that sound bit um and so he, he finds the idol and Jordy didn't see him find it, did he? He was just kind no, of watching. No, he him. did not. He, he was kind of so. watching. Well, Mark, Mark, like Jordy kept. Mark convinced Jordy that, like, Mark and Jordy talked. Jordy like got it out of Mark that he has the clue, and then Mark convinced Jordy that he has not found the idol yet. Yeah, at that point, I I couldn't remember just thinking back if if Jordy was trying to like test him if he had seen him find it and want to see what right. he said, or if I, I think he believed Mark that Mark had not found it. And then Mark, Mark at some point realized they're, okay, they're in the water. Is, yeah. He goes like, this is too far. I got it. I got to tell him. And and it was kind of awkward. It was kind of like a, like Jordy could have easily been thinking like, Oh, were you trying to hide that you got it again after now telling that you had this clue? Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. Cause first Jordy catches him in a lie about the clue, which yeah. seemed to, brush over pretty easily and then they they look for the idol after mark had already found it Mm -hmm. and then they're in the water together and mark says oh by the way i found it right and i'm hoping we missed part of that conversation because like you said how does mark explain that 
How did Doesn't, he not have it or not? I, in in let it was the awkward. one thing I was thinking is he maybe he was saying I wanted to wait till we were alone. I didn't want to risk people like sure. seeing me show you out out in the open. Yeah, but it I, seemed know, it seemed really like clunky the way they they it, put it together. It was. I think I actually think they're both handling it pretty reasonably. I I, I got the sense that Jordy could have called Mark out for like being like, Hey man, you trying to like pretend like you weren't able to find this idol and keep it for yourself. Um, but I feel like if it escalates too far, then all of a sudden you get this weird, like Mark's now going to gun for Jordy. Jordy's going to gun for Mark because, because of it. And I think they're both like, at least pretending well enough that like, Oh, this is our idol. Like, yeah, this is great for us. And, and maybe it is, maybe it is, but uh, Jordy's Jordy's in a good position, kind of knows, knows about it and can use it to his advantage for sure. I, I think Jordy's playing this perfectly. Yeah. Cause it'd be super easy. Like you said, to get like offended and accuse him. Oh, were you trying to hide that for me? And then, all, yeah, like you said, all you're doing is, is asking for Mark to target you if that's the reaction you have. So I, mm-hmm. I love what Jordan is doing with this and how he's just kind of slow playing it, kind of seeing what happens with it. Um, so when we get to the immunity challenge and uh, screw this challenge. Oh my goodness. It was like a toned down version of the brain versus brawn final immunity. That one was like, at literal, oh. that was like literal torture. Yeah. That was out. That was outrageous. Yeah. Um, they're standing on the pegs as the as the thing like lowers on them like nuts. But this one, they're standing on narrow pegs while they balance a ball above them with a little like paddle. Which we've seen it before. The pegs are a nice, painful. Pain- twist. Yeah, <laughs> great way to torture your players and I guess make the challenge a little quicker. Yeah, I mean, but... still lasting almost an hour. Yeah, yeah, a lot of beasts on this season. Yeah, but again, another, another twist. Um, they're not playing for tribal immunity. They're playing for one indi- individual immunity per tribe. What do you think about that? Maybe specifically here or just like in general? Um, yeah, fine. Always interesting. Um, again, it's Australian survivor. You can, you can and should bank on some kind of thing happening at tribal. That's not a normal thing. Like you could pretty much like, I don't know about you. I, I certainly called exactly what was going to happen at the tribals and including the fire making challenge. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's still interesting. You can kind of bank on it or something like it. And, and that can affect your gameplay for, for post challenge at least. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they do this occasionally season, you know, various seasons where they throw in individual immunity before the, before the merge. So that, that part's fine, whatever. Um, I didn't call what was going to happen, but I, I figured, Oh, there's no way two people go right. home after they had, a non-limb, a, med- a medical evacuation, and then another, or however, however it went down. It was like, there's no way they're now just going to throw, throw out an extra yeah. person. I thought maybe they'd do like a redemption rock type thing. Yeah. Like sure. with Haley and Baden, sure. something like that, where, yeah, two people are voted out, quote unquote, but mm-hmm. they're not both out of the game. Either neither are, or maybe just one are. Um, but so when, when we, I saw what happens later on, I wasn't like shocked by any means. Yeah. And you know, Australian Survivor, they're not about those double eliminations. They want their season to last a long time and they want to give 
have plenty of content for lots of episodes. Well, well, they need it to last a long time. They've got a, they've got a very finely tuned uh, schedule into how how things have to go. Because I do think the Nina non limb episode felt very much like a last minute addition, or or they bumped up the non elimination. Like, okay, we have to do this now type of deal. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, so they get down and um on the water drive it comes down to sam versus khan and this this was wow th- this was interesting super interesting i my thoughts have gone have basically taken like a complete 180 originally on what happens here um so sam asked khan if, if he'll just give it to her um i feel like they're both super close like to friendship or alliance wise um so sam just kind of wanted to have the individual immunity as it was my impression and and Khan says he wants to see how far he goes, but if he wins, he'll give her the necklace. Yeah. And my wow. fir- my first thought was, no, don't ever say that. Why would you say that? Don't do that. I want to say was, I'll tell you where I ended up, but what did what did you think? I was I I couldn't believe what was happening as it was happening. Um, I can't be- like I can't believe people actually like ask. For things like that. I can't believe Sam did that is, is my first thought. Like, like why, why should you, like, why should you be able to ask for such a thing? Like, there's no reason you need it. There's no reason Khan needs it. You're both kind of in the majority kind of controls the game. Like you're, you're just asking for it because you're about, you can't last much longer, but at the same time, I guess you might as well ask because sometimes people just do it. And I hate, I, in the moment, I hated that Khan did that. Like, Khan, you deserve that. And, and, and some unfortunate things happen to same with the challenge. But either way, Khan deserved it. And he should have had, especially with his precarious position with the idol. But as we see later, I don't know. I'm kind of, I, I, I have a feeling what you're going to say. And I'm, it ended up being pretty good. I don't know. So, and I, I can't take credit for this. Um, I didn't think of this angle until I went to some other other podcasts. And it was kind of a a win-win for Khan because he gains a lot of he can gain social capital by doing that mm-hmm. for Sam. Yeah. And she would, because of where they are in the game, like time-wise, she would she could get crushed socially if Khan gives her his necklace and then she turns around and votes him out. Because sure. it's not like like Eric in Micronesia where it's at final five or Brandon Hatz where he's a psychopath. Right. Like um, there's half the game left and you're turning on one of your like strong alliance members before the merge when they do something very nice and selfless for you. Yeah, I, that, I think that Sam kind of got back into a corner where he, I don't I don't think she considered it. But if she had like she couldn't have gone through with it. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think I think it actually was a good play by Khan. I think he's especially after that this episode. If I didn't, if you didn't believe it before, you better believe that Khan is is just so such in, in such a good spot with the current tribe. Like everybody truly loves this guy. He's he's just an awesome guy. And and at some point he's gonna be targeted because he's so likable in the merge for sure. But but in like, especially before merge, like he's just a great teammate and, and that just kind of shows it. Yeah. 
it it's nuts. And then um on the blood tribe, Shay wins. Never looked like she was <laughs> could have been up there at yeah. all. One thing I love is well, I was like, I mean, those pegs have got to be terrible, like yeah. tons of pain. People are struggling to even step down from the I pegs. Was talk about this, yeah. And, and then you just see Shay. Oh, okay, we're done. All right, just like and and con too, con too. Yeah, just like oh, like holy cow, how long could you guys have been up there for? Yeah, like, Jesse falls over. Sam literally passes out after falling right. over. Jeez. And then Khan's like, "No, nah, I got this." <laughs> Shay Shay could have lasted like five hours up there. I'm I wouldn't have been surprised. That that was that was insane. She th- there's gonna be some challenge like that early in the merge, and she's gonna go just forever. And it's she's just gonna just walk through it. It's it's ridiculous. Um, so um with both tribes going to tribal council, um, we get some some news or footage from both both camps here. They work their votes on the over on the blood side, they decide to split the vote on Mel and KJ, and then they tell KJ about this plan, which like why? I think it's fine. I, Interesting. Here's why. I think, I think you know, KJ. I think KJ did pretty good. This this whole this whole thing. She she was she. I think she appropriately assessed the situation really well and did what she had to to make sure she didn't go home. Everyone wants Shay out of the game. Shay won individual immunity. Classic. Um, and it's it's such a like a strong guys run tribe that there aren't really many options kj's realizing she is now one of the options even though she feels pretty good with these people like she has a good relationship it's it's her or or michelle mel or michelle mel okay (laughs) anyways um and and i think like she realizes that there's such a majority and and she just needs to make sure to save herself that she's like I think she made it very obvious that she was cool with being the split vote so long as she was not the main person going home. So I agree with that. I think she handled it as well as you could have, but I still think it was weird how casually they told KJ. Sure. Yeah. The, the way bit. it came up to me is like, we just have so little respect for you that we're going to tell you you're the, you're the secondary vote split mm. and there's nothing you can do about it. It's it, maybe not disrespectful, but it's, it was kind of like arrogant. Like sure. you're, this is your know. position because one of the things you always hear is never tell people who are on the bottom that they're on the yeah. bottom and, and granted that in that group, they couldn't say, Oh, we're going to split on, on Mark or Josh or anybody. They could have tried to say, Oh, we're just going to put it all on Mel. There's no reason to, to do any split that it, it seems kind of like they're, even if it wasn't their intention, the, the result is kind of like, they're talking down to her. Like, yeah, that's where you are. Just be okay with it. I, you know, the good points. I, I disagree a little bit though. I think, I think them telling her almost is respectful. I think, I think it's almost saying like, we realize you are smart enough to understand what is about to happen. And like, we are going to, instead of pretending that this isn't going to happen when it's obvious it's going to happen, we're just going to tell you. Um, I thought about that way. That's 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 what I think as as we kind of are talking about this. I think like like thinking about when they told her, they didn't seem like they they didn't 
say it in a really arrogant tone or anything. No, no, it wasn't like how they said it. It was just like just the fact that they just that it's always tricky when you're telling someone who's on the bottom and you're confirming to them that they're on the bottom. Yeah. Cause, cause right now she, yeah, she has nowhere else to go, but come merge. That's going to be interesting. Does she yeah. stick with them? Right. Or does right. she see, that, Oh, I know that I'm that is the five problem. and five and she can be the, right away. She could be the swing, uh, a swing vote, but yeah, I don't know. So, so far KJ, I mean, We'll see what she does in merge. I hope she does some big things. But so far, she seems a little safe and, and a little hesitant to do to flip and, and do crazy stuff. Like, I, I think she's been in a tough spot to try to do anything. Yeah, because I mean, she sure. was having to play basically for and against her sister, and then mitigate her own risk of mm. you know the the ricochet shot coming from Sophie that. And now she's just kind of stuck in this weird position that hopefully yeah. the, the, cause she, she's definitely flashed some moments where she, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And no, I'm, ho- I'm hoping with the merge, she'll find a little, little more room to maneuver yeah. and I, start, start making some noise. She, the spot she's in right now, she's the perfect person that's going to get those opportunities. Be, uh, both, both sides are going to, whatever sides there are, however it shakes out she's going to be someone people will want. Yep. So, yep. So that'll be one point to talk about come the merge. Um, but then Shay tries to flip the vote um, on KJ talks to Mark about it. They're kind of considering, I didn't really feel like they were, it was going to work, but it is, yeah. it felt kind of like the type of thing where let's just throw this secondary plan before tribal. So it's not super completely obvious what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I think Shay's also realizing she is not a part of the boys club and, and she's. Yeah. I think she knows that with that win, she, she saved her game. Yeah. Uh, so then over on water, just Ben, Ben goes, Chrissy has been gunning for me ever since I got rid of croc. And it's like, yeah, that was 24 <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> like what else, what, what else was she going to do? Yeah, of course. Um, And, and Ben, so Ben, wants to vote out Chrissy, which, which makes sense. It's like the Sam Sopa situation. If some person's yeah. openly gunning for you, yeah, you, you don't really have a choice, but to go right, go right back at them. Um, right. So he wants to flush Khan's <clears throat> idol and then vote out Chrissy. Um, so they're discussing, which would have been an epic two, two, two vote split um, oh. between Jesse, Chrissy and Khan or not Jesse. Um, Chrissy, Khan and, and Ben would have been ben, the other, yeah, the other, yeah. other one. Cause Chrissy obviously wants Ben. Um, and then vote out Chrissy on, on the revote, and then hopefully Khan would get rid of his idol in the process. Um, what did you think going in, going into tribal? Did you think it was going to be uh, one? However, it shook out. Did you think it was going to be Chrissy going home or, or getting the votes? I thought ben I, I certainly home. did. Oh, you thought Chrissy? Was I thought yeah. Chrissy. I thought I thought her her like having the blinders on, not being able to see anything sure. about the situation aside from her anger towards Ben. Mm-hmm. was just going to rub people the wrong way and they and they could get talked into it for a vote. I I got a sense it was going to be Ben, but what if you were on the Blue Tribe and you were a, a you say you're in like the Jesse Sam powerhouse position, what would you do? That that's tough. I feel like 
I feel like Ben was probably the smart play because yes, Chrissy's emotional and, and all that, but she's putting all of her blame on Ben that if Ben's gone, there's a pretty good chance she's going to go back to being old Chrissy Mm -hmm. and be someone you can work with and and talk through things with again. Whereas if you get rid of Chrissy, you you get rid of that short-term uncertainty or, you know, some, maybe some chaos, but Ben, you just blindsided him. And yes, you worked with him previously, but how strong is that trust right now? When he goes back with Shay, where's that going to go? He's an individual threat, much more than Chrissy most likely probably is. Puzzles and whatnot, who knows? But most likely, we're talking most likely scenarios, Ben's probably going to be better at challenges. And I think Ben was probably the, the right choice. Long term. I, I, I do not agree. I have some strong thoughts on this. Um, here's, here's what I think. Uh, typically, and we, and we talked about this a little bit last week, I think this is a perfect time for as Sam and Jesse, especially knowing merge is coming, they both still have partners in the game, get out an individual instead of someone with a partner. I think if you make it to merge and, and Sam and Jesse solidified that this new kind of this renewed trust and alliance with Ben, who like clearly wants to play with them really bad. And all of a sudden you go to merge with this just power triple uh, pair team of, of Ben and Shay, Mark and Sam and Jesse and Jordy or, or yeah. Um, That's, that is a strong six. That is you, they can just wipe everyone else out of the game. And that's like an obvious alliance that could happen right away. Um, Furthermore, if you're like, Sam and Jesse are strong players. They're, they're good players. They've done well this season. Chrissy is well out. She's outrageous and really entertaining. I don't know that I'd call her a strong player yet. Um, and mm-hmm. as strong players, I, I don't know what you think. I, I want more strong players in the game. I think at some point you become a big target if you're a strong player and there's weak players in the game. And you're going to be wanted. It, ben, Ben is that shield. Ben and Shay will be the shield of your alliance, where it's like, okay, eventually we'll get them out. But for a good while, you can work. You can work well with them. So I would have liked to see them keep Ben, but we'll see. They seem to be doing well still so far. No, and that, and that's fair. And there are some definite. Still, there's going to be four pairs um, of loved ones reunited. Yeah, for um, sure. One thing I think it's Stephen Fishback who, who mentions this a lot is that. What you want in an alliance partner is consistency where you know what they're going to do. Sure. Even even if maybe they're bad at challenges, if you know day in, day out, they're going to do these things. And if they're thinking that way, Chrissy is probably more reliable and consistent than Ben, at least in their eyes, Mm. because of what just happened. That if they come to merge and they maybe don't know what Shay's alliances are like on the other side and that it can be super easy to, for Ben to just flip back to whatever she has going on. Um, I, th- I think in hearing your thoughts and talking, talking mine out, I think there's really strong merits to either vote. Yeah. I, I still, agree. I still was side with them that Ben is the right choice, but I can't really argue too hard if you think they made the wrong choice in this particular one. Yeah, no, I, I get your point about Chrissy. She's 
she she does seem like the ideal like if i were on survivor and especially blood versus water and my partner's gone chrissy is is who i want on my side 100 but i think because their partners are still there and we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but in in the like previews for the next for what's up what's coming up i think things are going to get really messy and complicated and i think you stick with ben instead of chrissy I think things are not complicated at all, and you can just you can just count on that six alliance to and take it to the bank and, and merge. Ah, well, only time will tell. There mm-hmm. are still some pairs. Um, but once again, the twins are silent. Mel is the clear <laughs> vote, and we don't hear from her at all. Yikes! This episode. I feel like it until until. Either or both of them get some confessionals in the merge. Like it's it's shocking. I think I can't remember now which one got the one confessional and was basically saying something about what Sandra told her about some small piece of strategy. Mm-hmm. That I th- I think that was Mel, maybe. But whichever one has True. zero has now has since set and reset like twice the record for most episodes out of confessional. Oh like it's I don't, I don't know how, I mean, who was it? Um, Jay got voted out without one and that was episode like seven or something like that. Still ridiculous, but I don't know how you go this long and don't find a way to give somebody a single confessional. It just, it doesn't make any sense. It's not great. It's not great because they've gotten some moments, you know, at tribal or in challenges where like if they actually pissed off production i feel like they could you know give them even a stronger purple edit than they've than they've even been getting sure sure uh yeah i don't know it's really weird i mean maybe maybe she's just like was so out of touch with what's like the strategy in the game that even though she's on the chopping block she doesn't really realize it and and did nothing whatsoever to like try to get herself off of it and Maybe her confessionals were just simply her. Oh yeah, everything's great. Like yeah, I'm, I guess we're gonna vote for this this person. Tonight. Yeah, and but then that's great juxtaposition for when then she yeah. inevitably gets the votes. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, I it's the postseason stuff is gonna be very intriguing or for for this part of of the game and and interviews and whatnot. Um, before you go further what we were just talking about somehow triggered a really important thing I meant to mention earlier. That's the, that we're, I got to rewind a little bit. Okay. Um, tribal council, the croc vote out. Um, I feel like croc is not someone who gets uh, talks a lot at tribal council and something I feel like I picked up on a gosh, I'm trying to remember exactly what the question was. Um, he got called on a lot by jlp um it was gosh am I, hold on hold on i'm getting this confused in my head no i'm sorry i'm sorry uh this is ah I, sorry I'm, I'm going back and forth there. it was either that one or or the ben vote out episode but one of those two was like very obvious to me that somebody it was crocked that Croc was on the chopping block and he didn't realize it because of what was happening. Um, JLP like asked someone like, 
how confident are you that your plan is the plan that's going to happen tonight? And he asked this to two different people um, and not, not the third person who was also on the chopping block. Um, and I feel like it, it gave it away a little bit. I don't, I don't know what you think about this in general, but I think especially JLP and maybe not as much Jeff, like, I think he messes up sometimes and like you can really read into what's happening in tribals. So players have talked about this because that point has been mentioned before and it's more of a cue to the audience because with how long tribal council lasts, mm -hmm. the, the hosts go to every single player throughout the, cause I mean, it can, it can go for like multiple hours sometimes. You're so right. every single player is getting questions and, peppered and they're getting they're on the hot seat and then we get that condensed five ten minute version of the one two maybe three hours of of travel council time so it's, it's more of a key into the audience of who's gonna maybe be going home the the players shouldn't based on who's getting questioned because of how spread out it's supposed to be shouldn't have an idea of of who's going that's that's a good point. I I forgot about that, and I I like it. I I respect that about about Survivor, and that's that's good. I I I believe that for sure. Yeah, but no, it's it's a good point because people have definitely asked about that before, and yeah. that it, it has taken confirmation from former players to say, oh no, like we only saw sure. the answers from Chris and Matt because they were the two possible votes that night. There's no reason to to get jared's thoughts on sure. his plans confident sure. when he's completely safe whatever it might be that that makes me feel better because in that instance i remember watching i was like wow that's like this is so obvious right now but okay i still i still think there's lessons to be learned there to not telegraph it to the fans mm -hmm. um that maybe yeah that's fair guys it a little bit but as far as gameplay goes it, it's typically going to be pretty well concealed nice okay. um so we get to the vote and of course there's there's the twist um both players who are quote-unquote voted out weird that he uses that phrase they weren't really voted out anyway mm -hmm. semantics they face off in a fire challenge winner stays with their tribe losers losers done so it is it is mel versus ben and i don't want to say it was a bad fire challenge like it's it took bad. A, it took a while but they were like they were getting flames they just weren't it it was no Becky and Sandra, yeah. By any means, I don't I don't know because there were I mean, some some spots where you could tell it was pretty windy, so I don't know if that was yeah. doing it. I um, don't know. It seemed. I mean, I've I also like we, never we, started a fire, so I can't really speak to anything like that. We've seen a lot of fire challenges on Survivor, and too many. They they seem like they they didn't do great. I was pretty disappointed in Ben, uh, who seems like he would be good at something like that. But I don't know, like they both kind of like went a little too big with their husk and throwing on big pieces, big pieces of wood. That's not going to work. And like, I don't know. It feels like they didn't do it like everyone else who's done it really well has did it. I don't know. Well, anyway, Mel, Mel wins and Sam Dane is so close to having a third vote completely blow up in her face at due to a travel council twist that that would have felt that would have just been been too much to handle 
I'm disappointed. I wanted Ben to win that so bad. It I wanted been... Ben too, but I also didn't. Want... I wanted Sam to have a successful yeah. vote for one. Yeah, that's fair. You're happy for Sam, but I would have loved to seen a just rampaging, furious Ben in merge who has now gotten screwed over we're not screwed just betrayed by his alliance yeah. twice and and seeing seeing kind of what comes from that yeah that would have been him going to murder right after right after that would have been would have been pretty incredible huge for sam you're you're totally right i mean that that this could be that could be like a game changing moment for sam cuz you you have to think ben is going to gun hard for her and jesse just like like oh these guys are so untrustworthy screw them let's let's get them out i, right I still now. think it might have been chrissy i think a the chrissy ben rivalry at that point cuz chrissy would have been furious if ben still managed to stick around yeah but i mean ben's got to realize chrissy's not the decision maker and and yeah but I, I i agree but i feel like if someone is gunning for you that yeah, hard right. it, right. it'd be it'd be tough to like not target them right away yourself but that's the what if game that's for another time um yep we get into the merge and it's a fairly decent split of pairs and singles we have mel and michelle jesse and jordy josh and jordan mark and sam and then singles shay con chrissy dave and kj yeah interesting i i i think uh what do you think of the uh the buff color Nice, oh, nice, I didn't even nice, see it. What I think it's like it? a nice deep purple. Ooh, yeah, man. looked pretty, man. pretty sick. If I, if I that saw that, makes it right. sense. Blue and red. Can yeah, people, people were, people were calling that from from the beginning. Nice, nice. That, um, but, but in a joking way, it's like, oh, it's gonna be sad when he just calls him the purple tribe. <laughs> which, <laughs> at the rate it's going, <laughs> maybe it. Um, I, I really can't wait to see how how these relationships and alliances like mix and match together because yeah you want to go to your loved one but there's no guarantee that their alliance will want to work with you or vice versa we're gonna see some fireworks in merge i think they they tease some with mark and sam but i feel like yeah that's not gonna happen yet i think that's further down the road i feel like also they're the married couple i feel like they will work together maybe more to their own detriment than like brothers would like Jesse, sure. and Jesse and Jordy sure. or, or cousins, you know, Josh and Jordan. Um, yeah. But yeah, where, where the singles go or if they, cause they're what they're down. Wait, they're down two. So, I mean, they, they could form just a eight person alliance with the, with the cut, with the pairs they wanted it's to very, it's very possible here. Here's where I think it's going to happen. I think, I mean, Everyone seems like this big, happy family right now where like most people are in a, an alliance that they're like content with and everyone's getting along except for Shay. I think, I mean, Shay's not like not in an alliance, but they want to out. She's not not in one because she's like disliked or like yeah, a negative she's, energy. She's a threat. Just and... the numbers have worked against her, mm-hmm. and yep. she's a and she's a huge threat. Right. She, everything's leading to let's get Shay out immediately. If it, I bet I I'm calling if she doesn't win immunity this upcoming episode, she's gone. I feel really good about it. Um, I don't. I mean, it, it's 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 interesting because usually or often that first merge boot is a like a big dude, but yeah. you've got Mark and Josh. And Jordan, who are all working together, Dave's in there. He's not like a 
big guy, but he seems pretty fit. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse and Jordy, Jesse and Jordy aren't aren't big, but they seem like they like they'll be pretty good at least at the physical part. I mean, Jordy went up against shape, you know, in an admirable admirable effort in that individual challenge. Um, so there might be a chance for the the brute strength to kind of make a little run where they maybe usually wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, here's so further on my prediction. Shay's, I think Shay's going home soon. I, I hope and I think this is a prediction, but I also uh, it's wishful thinking. I hope because they're all kind of one big happy family. <laughs> I hope Michelle and Mel go after Shay. I think they could be easy votes. They're kind of all over the place. They're a pair. Well, let's split them up. They're not really doing anything. We don't know where they stand. They're they're gonna. They're That's gonna what we go. hear all the time. I don't, right. I don't know what I don't know where they stand. Right. And and so they're gonna go. And and then after that. We have a war of a ton of people who really know what they're doing. And it's going to be so cool to watch. Maybe Juicy Dave could go. I just, I, by the way, I love that they're, he's just juicy yes, now. It's, juicy it's amazing. Now. It's, it's absurd. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Um, maybe I could see him being an easy voter or, or like him and KJ could be big swing votes in, in the battle that is all the couples going after each other. Um, and yeah, Dave, I refuse to call him Juicy Dave. He has, he has not earned that. <laughs> no, he, that's the thing. For someone who has such an outrageous nickname, he he a self-assigned done, nickname. He hasn't done anything, and yeah, it's like, aside from when he when he almost got himself voted out in like episode two or right, whatever. Horrible. He, I mean, credit to him that he's really worked himself back yeah. in the game. Yeah, he has. He's but not going anywhere. It yeah, there. There's the potential. I mean, the other thing about Mel and Michelle, we're just guessing. We we really have no idea where yeah. they're at in the game. They Not they all. for all we know, they could be key decision makers. Doesn't seem like it. Certainly doesn't seem right. like it, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I, get, kind of leaving them to the side just because we can't really judge their game based on an edit. There's really no one that you can look at and say, this person is like clearly playing the worst game, like maybe Chrissy or Dave, but I feel like they're yeah. doing kind of what you'd expect them to do. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of hang around where they're at. Yeah. They like could the still kind of pick each other off. Right. Right. Any, a, a lot of people could still win. Um, man. Um, by the way, now that, um, now that Nina has gone home, I'm going to make another pick of who I think is going to be the winner at this point, even though we're mid season and it's cheating. I'm going to do it anyways. Um, for it. I have, I have two of two thoughts. One is my actual winner, my new winner pick. And the second is the person I, I want to win. And I want to hear who you want to win as well right now. Um, okay. If you can separate your, that from who, who you picked. Um, I think Sam's going to win. That's, that's my, my new winner pick. Um, I want uh, I want Jordy to win though. I just, just, a just a big fan, fun personality. Uh, yeah. Would, would love to see it. Um, I mean, I'm for my actual pick. I'm going to stick with Mark. He was my first winner pick. I can, I can't change that. Mm-hmm. Um, who I think will win. Like if I, if I was going to reset, um, man, there's what 14 people. I mean, you can make a case for 14 people out of the 14. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, and I, I love it. I love that there's no like obvious goat right now. Yeah. 
I yeah, um, it's, it's going to be exciting. I do. I would love to see Jordy win. I think he'd be just like a fun, like you're saying, just a fun winner for the show. Mm-hmm. But there's also no one that I'm like rooting against. Yeah. The only person the entire season was Sophie, to be honest. Right. Right. I, no, I've, it's, it's... This has been a super good cast just in terms of being like likable, fun to watch. Yeah. I, th- I, agree. I I think they've they've nailed it, and hopefully Mel and Michelle get a chance to prove that themselves that they were that they they were cast for a reason, Gosh. and we get and we get to see that. It's it's I, so I, funny. I can't, I can't get over it. I just can't. I, get over I can't it. either. Especially because like when Sandra was still around, whichever one of them was like with her and Sam, I I got the sense, and this is like the first few episodes, I got the sense they were doing really well. I was like, man, I kind of like this. Mel or Michelle, which one it was. Whoever it was, I feel feel so bad because I know even being identical twins, we should be able to tell them apart by now. And I feel so bad that I just I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it either. And and like I actually I can like I can picture both of them and they look different. Um like different enough that you should be able to tell, but I I can't I don't know who Michelle was the one who was with Sandra on the start. There you go. I like Early on, I was like super high on Michelle. I was like, man, I think Michelle could do really well. And clearly she's not going to win. I don't know. Well, there's still half the game left. True. Stranger things have happened. Very true. All right. Um, any any last thoughts? Anything we, we missed or didn't go into enough? Or think you're, no, you're I'm, good for week four? Uh, I'm very excited for Merge. It's, it's going to be... It's going to be a, a great finish, I think, to this season. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the Aussie just further cementing that they're the best, the best version of the show right now. Yep. Honestly, absolutely. honestly, US might be third. That's exciting to hear for, for me watching South African, but yeah. US has got to get together a little bit. Yep. The cast interviews have been, have been promising. There should be there should be a handful of good characters, if nothing else. Um, so so that'll be good. Looking forward to that. Um, speaking of that, the U.S. Survivor does premiere uh, March 9th. We're working on kind of programming schedule things for the, fin- the little bit of overlap. It shouldn't affect it. I still think we're going to be able to work it out where keep the schedule the same. But if anything does change, we'll, of course, keep you updated. Um but for right now, plan on everything being the same as normal. Um, but to avoid any confusion, just make sure you're subscribed uh, to, the, to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen. So that when a new episode does drop, you know right away. And you can follow us on social media as well. Instagram, Talking Llama Pod, Twitter at Llama Talk Pod. Any updates will be um, there as well, at least on, on Twitter. And so you can make sure that you don't miss miss anything. If anything does does change or update or get delayed at all for any reason um but until that happens we'll be keeping the same schedule for at least a week before u.s survivor premieres on the 9th and that'll do us for this week for chris kuna this is matt hambage and we'll see you next week for a scoop of the crispy